listening to the Lifted Life Podcast. We created a show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's episode 168 of the Lifted Life Podcast. And this week, we're talking about being yourself. Such a maybe cliche topic, but really, when it boils down, it might be the most important topic of all. Agreed. And... We're both a little bit tired. We've been traveling, but we got to get this show done because it is set to come out in the morning. And we said, you know what? We're professionals. We can show up and show out for a wee bit. Mm-hmm. We can turn it on real quick, mm-hmm. pump you up, and then hit the sack. We can do that. Definitely. And no better way to do that than just like a tried and true topic. Now it's possible if you went through 168 of our shows, we might have talked about this before. That just means it matters. That just means it's really important. And that also means we can talk about it without too much prep because we've had a busy weekend. <laughs> I think it also means that um, you're ever changing. So whatever we said 100 episodes ago or however many, we've had new experiences. Things have changed in our life and we have a different perspective on what that means to be yourself. Yes. And I think that um, the reason I was so excited about this topic is just because I really do feel like each time I learn a new life lesson or I create a new level of success or break through a barrier I didn't know if I could, it really does boil back down to knowing who I really am and what I stand for and what I want. And I just feel like what if maybe we complicate things a bit too much and this whole life journey appearing here on planet Earth has more and more to do with figuring out how to be ourselves when obstacle after opportunity after chance makes it seem nearly impossible to do so. What if that is what we're here to do? So I would personally say that if I'm feeling like whatever I'm doing is not what I want to do or doesn't feel good, I would, I would probably use the language, I'm not being myself. Or I would probably use a language, I'm not being authentic to myself. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's the same thing or is that different? Um, it's pretty similar, but there's yeah. no better way to talk about an abstract thing than to just talk about a specific thing to make it more clear. Okay. So we were spending some time with your family this mm-hmm. weekend and uh, spending some time just chatting. And one of your sisters said, one of my professors asked if we believe in ghosts, aliens, or Bigfoot. And she said, and I do not. And I said, wait just a minute. None of them? You don't believe any of those three? And I was quick to clarify, I don't necessarily think I do believe in them per se. But you're not willing But to I would never be so yeah. quick to say, no way, Jose. Mm-hmm. I said, wait a minute, let's break it down a little bit. And let's slow it down. And you're telling me out of all the different life forms on all the different planets and universes you don't think there's any other intelligent life and we just kind of discussed it and it was fun it was lighthearted. it was playful i wasn't saying i know the answers i think that's the the cool thing none mm-hmm. of us really knew for sure but it was just about relaxing enjoying the flow of conversation and it was later pointed out when i was speaking with another friend that that's really cool that you could just be yourself mm. 
And I just felt like there wasn't anything on the line. I wasn't trying to prove something or convince someone of something. I found it to be just enjoyable conversation. I was showing off my perspective, which is to stay open, to ask good questions, to consider all perspectives. And for me, that felt really authentic because I wasn't saying I know all the answers, but I was saying, let's ask better questions. We're saying it doesn't have to be confrontational. You, right. You can just share what you believe. They can share what they believe and then... You can hash it out or don't hash it out. Yeah, and yet I think we make it so serious to uh, the degree that it's threatening that if someone believes something different from us. And I think it's just this really great opportunity to... Well, you know, I don't think rejection means isolation. Mm-hmm. And for me, I, it kind of boils down to that. I feel like if I'm rejected, then I'm going to be isolated from them, from the conversation, from whatever. And I don't think that's true but somehow we've made that true or somehow we believe that could be true or if i'm proven wrong then i'll look stupid maybe yeah i think the really cool thing about coming at it the way i was to say i'm not saying i'm right i'm not saying i know the answer <laughs> but what if yeah and then you have a really cool conversation because the door's open your mind's open your heart's open mm-hmm. so for me that felt really authentic to just be able to be myself which myself is someone who stays open who asks questions who enjoys hearing the conversation and i do think you're right especially after the last two years it's become this really weird thing where we all have to feel we feel like we have to believe the same thing and we've created this like codependent relationship that if everyone doesn't believe the exact same thing that i do then i can't feel okay what's funny when you said that i was thinking of a recent interview with my favorite doctor dr zach bush and something to the effect that was brought up and he was basically saying you're talking about people disagreeing and he was saying science isn't the absolute truth it's it's i'm sure i'm gonna butcher it but it's it's how we know it at the time always being open to being proven wrong that's what science is it's the ability to take the information you have now build a framework around it think what you build what you think you know is true but be open to being proven wrong in the future when more data comes yeah and that's what he said. That's what science is. It's ever evolving. It's not this concrete, this is the truth. Right. It's and not something necessarily to be trusted. It's more something to be questioned. Right. Yeah. And it's just funny to hear him kind of lay out the scientific he's, method. He's he's such a good speaker. Yeah. He's, we kind of both have a man crush on him. We definitely do. And <laughs> I'm not near as elegant as he is. but uh, Or even eloquent. Or eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> point. Point. Point tanket. <laughs> Sometimes the things he shares, though, get me so worked up because he has such valid points. And I think I start to feel powerless against such big forces at play. But I actually feel like he cares. Like he really cares about his patients and people in general and about what, what does it mean to coexist with humans and to go to that next level or just raise your consciousness or anything. Like I think he just really cares about that. I think it's so cool that this is the same guy. If you're in our Lifted Life group, mm-hmm. I share uh, the four-minute workout, which I learned from Dr. Zach Bush, but it was a long time ago. And he just shared this workout. It was uh, four different moves. You do it three different reps, and it's a, it's a great workout to just get your blood pumping, boost your metabolism. It's called either the nitric oxide boost or the nitric oxide dump, which is yeah. a silly word. <laughs> um, either way, 
this is the same guy who is a big advocate for gut health, regenerative farming, mm-hmm. very intelligent and eloquent and he, a good speaker. And he's, his, he's done a crazy amount. Like in his graduate, he did cancer research. Like he's done lots of things. Mm-hmm. Very cool guy. Very cool guy. Um, so anyway, I just think it's kind of cool how it is full circle that we've shared his workout mm-hmm. and, and then also now this too. But so we're obviously fanboys and girls. Mm-hmm. That wasn't what this episode was supposed to be Not about. at all, but remind me of that. But I do feel like when you listen to him, it sounds like he knows how to be himself. Yeah. And that's probably one of the things that really attracts us to him. Mm-hmm. Wow, here's this guy speaking his truth, saying things that make him very vulnerable, making statements that of things that maybe make some people not like him. And yet he's willing to speak his truth. And I like that about him. Mm-hmm. May not agree with every single thing he says, but it's very magnetizing to listen to someone who's speaking their truth, who knows who they are and they're not afraid to express it. And I do think that especially in the last two years, it's become very confusing. It's become very polarizing, polarizing and mm-hmm. almost dangerous to speak your truth. Like you've said, because maybe someone's going to say you're wrong or, mm-hmm. or that's, not what I believe. And now I want to exile you from this community. Mm -hmm. That's maybe the core Mm -hmm. feeling that's not necessarily true, but on some level, which equates to not being safe, right? It doesn't feel safe to have this discussion. When you, when I say it out loud and we discuss it, like that doesn't seem rational Mm -hmm. or it's not rational, but in your mind, as you're working through it, sometimes it feels rational. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a wild world we mm-hmm. live in and just kind of bringing this new level of awareness. I feel like that is what helps you and I through some of the most complex of emotions is saying we can be gentle with ourselves. We can bring um, compassion to ourselves and say, wow, you're really going through a lot of big emotions. This is, I said that to my daughter and she got really, that would be our <laughs> daughter. She's like, don't say that ever again. Cringy, I guess. <laughs> Wow. But I say it to myself, wow, you're going through a lot of big emotions. You're mm-hmm. dealing with a lot. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. It's going to get a little easier. This is a big one. I feel like that makes it a little easier, but I, apparently she didn't. Anyways, when you are focused on being yourself, I do think there is a unique line of screaming at everyone exactly what you believe, which is what we are not saying to do. Mm-hmm. And yet feeling comfortable enough to ask questions and feeling confident enough to stay open and knowing that you don't have to have it all figured out. I think that the only reason it might be dangerous to go into a situation like that is if you say, well, I know what's right for everyone, for everyone, for you and me. But instead of you say, here's what I've noticed that works for me. And I saw this quote just before we recorded, it says, don't be in such a rush to figure everything out, embrace the unknown and let your life surprise you. Don't know who said it. Maybe it says, rare souls dot only i don't know give a little image credit there Hmm. but i do feel like we often want to have all the answers and maybe won't even have a discussion if we don't have the answers but that's not what discussion is all about it's more about what can i contribute and what can i learn from other people how can i express my truth and also stay open to other people's truths i think that when you can be comfortable with that that is you know an amazing expression of being yourself I think that was one of my biggest um, hangups when we first started doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel comfortable coming on here and telling people what to do. Mm-hmm. Then I realized I don't want to do that. 
I'll, I'll happily share what I've done and, and the results I've got, good or bad, from doing that. And you can take, the listener can take from it whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And it really doesn't mean anything on me or them. I mean, they could say, that doesn't work for me. Or I could do half of that and do half what you recommend. Or don't do any of it. It doesn't matter. I'm just sharing an experience that I had right? with anyone listening. Yeah. I think one more point about being yourself, too, is... Um, kind of coincides with a lot of the other topics we've talked about, such as going for it, our last episode, or being the creator of your own life, is that we really do need to take some sort of action step in order to figure out the next evolution of ourself. If we always make the same choices and we stay stuck in the same patterns and the same actions and the same emotions, uh, we really won't expand to that next level that we are so craving. So just a kind of an idea of taking an action step, even if you don't know which way it will go to further figure out who am I really? How, how do I want to experience this? How do I want to create something out of this? Um, it requires a willingness to step forward and no one knows besides you, which direction that might be or what kind of new adventure that could be. But by taking some sort of step forward, you're putting yourself into a new situation to further discover who you really are. I think that as someone who goes deep into thought a lot about why, why are we here? Why am I here? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just to pay bills and die. It's not just to procreate. Mm -hmm. There, There has to be a deeper meaning to my life and why I'm here. And I've seen it phrased many different ways, but the idea of becoming who you really are, you're on this journey of becoming who you really are. And that for me has always really resonated because when I become who I really am, I help more people. I have more fun. I connect more deeply. And, and for me, that really is an, somewhat of an answer. And yes, there's more answers to it. And yes, it keeps building on it. And maybe in two years, I would have a whole nother reason. Also, I think we were talking about in the car ride. Um, there's always contrast. There always has to be contrast. There has to be something you don't want there because it's helping you, it's guiding you into what you do want. Mm-hmm. And I think often, at least I do, when you, when you talk about these things, I think, yeah, but these other bad things happen. Mm-hmm. But they had to. They had to so they could guide me in the direction of where I wanted to go. Yeah, because if you were living in a reality where you had everything you wanted as soon as you thought it. There wouldn't be growth. There wouldn't be growth. Yeah. It would not be the human experience. Exactly. It would be potentially the infinite, the infinite or heaven as some call it. So we chose this human experience to experience the contrast, to make those action steps towards the next level of who we really are, uh, to further clarify who being myself really is. I think it's really exciting when you put it that way. Even the mundane can become exciting because you're clarifying who you are. Mm -hmm. You're elevating who you are even. That makes it a bit more fun. It makes it a bit more uh, exciting, which for me is always a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Real quick, I'd just like to say this episode has been brought to you by our four mood probiotics available on amazon.com, walmart.com, and directly from our shop. Very proud to say that now when you go to our shop, that's shop.liftednaturals.com, you can read many reviews that our lovely customers have written. We did temporarily take those down because we were instructed to do so from our compliance agency. 
after a bit of a rough patch in 2021, found out there's some words that we can't share that our customers have said about us. So we clean that up. We do want to remain compliant for you, our customers. It is our top priority to stay in business because that is how we serve you, our customers. So very fun. Go check those out. Um, and back to the show. Okay. So if you don't mind, can we talk about some of the challenges of being yourself? Yeah, I think that's a great direction to go. So like I kind of have a, a challenge of where like, it's not that I feel like I'm not myself. Sometimes a situation will come and after the fact, or maybe, maybe during, but usually after I'm like, why did you act that way? Like you should have <laughs> done that. You're not being authentic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like you're swept away by the situation. Yeah. Or playing to the crowd. Yeah. That, yeah. That'd be a good example. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that in some ways we all have a tendency to, shapeshift how we show up based on who we are surrounded with. It's just the human nature to kind of mold ourselves to the situation, Mm -hmm. which is a really good point to be intentional about who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. You become the top five people you spend the most time with. And so that idea has always stuck with me because I do find myself being sillier with my silly friends or talking deeper with my deep friends because mm-hmm. that's how it works. Yeah. So on the one hand, give yourself a little grace and space for that idea as far as when you're around a particular subset of people, um, it's not always the time to just go immediately like, well, why do you believe we're here on planet earth? <laughs> that may or may not be conducive yeah. to the situation. So first and foremost, I think being aware of the fact that we become who we surround ourselves with. And then on the other hand, Um, If you are doing that, oh, I should have said this or that. Like, why do you wish you would have said that? Is it to prove a point? I don't think so. Is it to be more of yourself? Probably so. So like, how can I be more of my authentic self? What would that look like? And and can you think of an example of like what that would entail for you to be more of your true self or speak more of who you really are in those situations? Yeah, I think it would be maybe, maybe sometimes just not choosing to share what I truly believe or just letting it go, letting a topic go and not actually interjecting, just letting it go. I think that would be for me. Or even, (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. This isn't going to be good for me. I know. (laughs) I was having a very odd, deep conversation with your family and Uh you, you turned to somebody and say, I don't know what it is about the cheese and the ranch, but the, the ranch and the cheese just makes the salad really good. And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, he is so changing the subject. <laughs> Get me out. Ranch, ranch and cheese. You ever had cheese and ranch? Something about combining the ranch and the cheese. And I knew you were just like, change the subject, which is what yeah. we do, for instance, with a baby. If they're, I want this, I want this, I want this. It's like, well, you don't need more candy, but look over here. It's a bird and a squirrel. They're mm-hmm. having a little fight and it's distraction. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times you use the power of distraction <laughs> rather than let's just talk about it. It's yeah. okay. I don't even have to say anything. I can just practice being okay with other people having these conversations. Mm-hmm. So in that moment that might be the best way to be yourself is instead of diversion allowing Mm. and you don't necessarily have to stand up with a microphone and state your opinion Mm -hmm. because that's not necessarily what the world needs more of but just creating that own safety just standing strongly in your standing strongly in your 
strongly in your own belief. Yeah. And just knowing that, oh, I know I believe this. I may share this or that, but I don't have to. Sometimes it can just be not diverting, but instead allowing the flow of the situation. Mm -hmm. I think that could be part of it. I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier about, um, or maybe I was saying it, but they can believe what they believe and they're, they're just sharing their experience and I don't have to agree. I can just share my experience and there's no real agreement or we don't have to, I think sometimes I feel like I have to justify what I believe. Mm -hmm. I don't actually. No. I can just say, I believe this. Mm Mm-hmm. Most people don't know why they believe things anyway. Right. But I don't think it even means you have to always share what you believe every single time either. I was talking about the cheese and ranch situation (laughs) specifically. (laughs) Okay. I have one more thought on being yourself and then probably need to wrap this up. We're tired. We said we were tired. Uh Are we talking so long? Because it's fun. Okay. So um, I don't think I've shared on the show, but recently my grandmother passed away. We went to her funeral. It was really nice. A lot of nice things were said about her. They were very true. And then it's just been top of mind, this idea of people speaking what they seem to think is the truth about you. Mm-hmm. So of course, then I went down a comment thread on some speech that someone else gave, not even their grandma, but just some other random thread. And someone had said that they were with their mother to the, till the end of her life and her last words that words were that she had nothing but regret and she never followed her own passions. Uh. And there was something about that that just really stuck with me. Like, wow, can you imagine getting to the end of your life and saying that to your own child? Yeah. And, and, and in my mind, I was just thinking immediately, like, what if I dedicated the rest of my life's work to just helping people not to let that happen? Yeah. <laughs> like, we all live our life as if, that day is some way far off day, but what if instead we chose to face every day as this amazing opportunity to do exactly what we've been wanting to do that we're not going to put off anymore. We're refusing to just have those be our last words. And I think that when you are yourself, that means you're allowing yourself to want what you want and you're allowing yourself to do what you really want to do. And you're not putting yourself at the bottom of the list. I have to take care of this and this person and all of those things, but instead really prioritizing what you want. And if you don't know exactly what you want, that's okay. But now you're prioritizing, figuring out what you want mm-hmm. and, and just making that a top priority. And maybe that means stillness because The final other point I wanted to weave in there as far as what makes it hard to be yourself is you don't know who you are. How can you be yourself when you don't know who that self is? And I think that we do live in a busy, noisy world. And if you're not intentional about figuring out, connecting to, remembering who you really are, then you might just forget. It's not that you don't know, but you could forget. So prioritizing the space and stillness required so that you know who you are, so that you can be yourself. And that's all for today. Hmm. Wrapping it up. Thanks for listening to the show. We'll see you next week on The Lifted Life. 